I was going to say, I guess we better say hi to the people. Even Th- this needs to be pushed all the way up, right? What? This needs to be pushed all the way up, yeah. right? Okay, cool. Yeah. For we say hi to the people. They don't realize, but they've been waiting for, for a little bit. <laughs> Hours. Yeah. Hello. Um, welcome to Phantom <sighs> Nonsense, the podcast where we talk about things that we've watched and stuff that we've played and done and random tangents and stuff like that. Um, it has a structure, but it's like it's long form, and we're on like episode 130 something. So you kind of have to like view it in in like 30 episode arcs and kind of get like the character development and everything. But it makes sense once you catch up. Do we have character development over the episodes? Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Um. Are Remember when I lost that hand, and then I had to, true. you know, seduce the Count's daughter. Yeah. Oh. But then we ended up kidnapping her and selling her to the Guatemalans. Hey, no spoilers. I've only seen three episodes. Skittles gummies, Zach. That's what oh I've been trying God. to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. Brought <laughs> to you by Skittles gummies. Not a sponsor. I just, are they good? I've given them to you guys before, I'm pretty sure. What? They're fucking awesome. No. <laughs> <laughs> because I was stepping on my cord and couldn't reach any further. <laughs> Man, I would just love to enjoy the flavor rainbow that is Skittles, but I just don't have any teeth. What am I to do? <laughs> do you think that you're going to be able to eat these without teeth? Yeah. Totally. No, no. You can mash your gums on them, could you not? I not mean, better than you could regular Skittles. Feel how that Certainly. consistency is. That's going to be some weird gumminess. Well, yeah, obviously. This is <laughs> a, this is all the <laughs> ad break, by the way. Right. The enti- uh, which, of course, culminates in me saying that and then saying this, which is that what you do is place it in your mouth, let it dissolve, and then you mash it with oh, your gums. Fair enough. Something that uh, you couldn't do as easily with a hard candy shelled Skittle. I don't want to let these go to waste because I'm feeling, I don't know, weird things about losing things, but I don't know if I want to eat them off the ground. I don't remember <laughs> where I, mean, I got this one, but I don't know. Put those back in. <laughs> Did I get this Skittle off of the ground? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that one is from the ground. For all I could tell you, I've been holding it in my left hand. <laughs> For my entire life. <laughs> you have. Do you not remember the photos? Uh, uh, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> Tangents. That, that wasn't an ad, but... Yeah, you're right. But this is. Yeah, turns out I've only ever put... Like, I've only ever put on maybe two or three ads on the beginning of, of episodes. Um... And, you know, we don't get that many fucking plays on the podcast. And we still made like a buck fifty off of ads from just a couple of episodes from not that many plays. So, um, dear listener, uh, we'll probably start doing those a little bit more because, you know, money is good to keep the thing going and to keep us motivated and to, you know, maybe expand on what we're doing. So... Yeah, and hopefully we'll be able to get better sponsors and just telling you to listen to us on Anchor every week. But anyway, 
Uh, this week we're gonna talk about. Uh, we got actually there was another. I. The last episode seemed like the end. Like Ozpin closed the book. Like that was the end of like the Ruby. It was yeah. weird. It was weird. Like, well, there was another episode that came out. Uh, yesterday now. Uh, today. Um, we'll talk about those two episodes, and uh, and then we'll. We gotta talk about. We gotta get Jack back, and uh, but first, um, I want you guys to explain to me. And again, I've only watched three episodes, so be gentle. Um, the last thing that I saw was uh, Powder fucking killed everybody. Dear God, um, and um, and fucking. Hot girl, um, Vi. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's this, it's the same same actor, um, actress, a Dector, and so now she's evil. Um, and yeah, that's where I left off. So I'm kind of get a better idea from episode two and three. One was a clusterfuck. To my eyes, and like my senses, and just my ability to really? like it was too much. And not that it was too much. It was just like I couldn't find anything to latch onto, and so like my ADHD brain, if I can't find something to latch onto, will just immediately reject everything. So the only thing that I like I retained was that that bitch sounds like fucking uh like the Hawkeye girl. Uh, I was really into it I wouldn't even like look at my phone I was just immediately into it I do totally get that that feeling it I will say that like you ease into the uh the pace because it does it like escalates the entire time and it's It's pretty fucking crazy it's insane it's wild it is super wild but um it's like uh I I totally understand. Ha- like it's th- it's very rapid. There's a lot of weird shots, shots that I think w- are pretty much inspired by the fact that it's like trying to convey this like kinetic sense that I- you know it's it's based off a video game. It's trying to get yeah. you know it's trying to get you off in that same way that a video game would. <laughs> but um, I don't know. League of Legends is kind of I've never played it, but you know you it hear is what it is. terrible things about their fucking. <laughs> community like you do with most fucking MOBAs. Right. Yeah, I have no... Like, I'm aware of League of Legends. I have no idea. And I'm assume and have gathered that it's not necessary to understand what's oh, no. going on. No, it's yeah. not related yeah. at all. No. They've changed so much canon. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's just taking like the aesthetic of the game and creating a narrative based around that. And like the, and the maybe original yeah. thought of the character because they don't yeah. look anything like they do in League of Legends. Completely so different. Is it is it because of Coraline or is there some other reason that Powder seems so familiar to me? Because the show is brand fucking new. So it can't be. I think she's actually that. kind of a pretty well-written child. No, no, no. I the her just her design. 
Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, she, I think it is. She looks like a bunch of different characters like that. She kind of reminds me of uh, Life is Strange. What do you think? Yeah. That um, might be. That Life might is be Strange. Different. Oh, um, some of the artwork in What Remains of Edith Finch. Yeah, like stuff like that. Like when we see some I of that drawing. Yeah. I be think that art style is, uh, it's hard to f like place what kind of animation that is because it's not really any one technique isn't it it's just like yeah well it seems drawn but it's yeah it's okay well, that, well that, that that and speaking of aesthetics that is like something i'm kind of torn between on this show is like it's it's obviously well done and like like some of it's really visually like stunning but at the same time I've never seen a show, I've seen it in video games, you know, out of necessity and everything, but I've never seen a show lean so hard into cell animation while at the same time being so firmly, oh no, this is a 3D show. And it's a little bit jarring sometimes. It is strange, isn't it? Like, it, it looks very unique, I, w I will say that. It's like... I love the aesthetic of this entire series, if I'm being honest, like it's right up my fucking alley. I, it's not that I, yeah, it's not that I don't, it's just, I don't know, it's just, it, d it has that surreal feeling that, like, uh, <coughs> an in-game cutscene does. Yeah. That, like, uh, ma one made with the game engine, you know? Right. It's, it's, it's curious, but, I mean, a lot of the shots are really, I don't know, it feels like there's two different minds that the show has. Yeah, because a lot of times, like, like, I'll see... Uh, like, they'll have an establishing shot or something, and yeah. it'll be, like, super... And everything in this show is, like, super high-detail rendering, like, look almost, like, realistic or something. Like, wow, that's really fucking pretty. And then it'll go to the characters talking, and the characters look fucking great, but, you know, they have, like, the fallout lines. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they've got that kind of, like, distressed, like, drawn into them. And it's just, like, that juxtaposition... It's cool, I dig it, but it kind of throws me off. I'm I'm kind of getting used to it at this point, but it kind of throws me off sometimes. Yeah, I I feel you. I will say that you picked a great place to pause your viewing because the show kind of takes a turn immediately after where you're at. It has like two acts, and you just into the first one basically. Oh, so I would say it's more of a three act structure because there's like a. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, once it get it it goes. It goes real fast at a certain point. But yeah, no, um but Yeah, I've I've only watched the first three episodes one time and uh don't really have all that much to say and again I barely comp comprehend what's going on. <laughs> so uh you guys Seem to love it, so you know, gush on it all you, all you want to, whatever you have to. I like. mean, do you want us to like give thoughts about the whole series? Because I could do that pretty, pretty concisely. If you I want us to go into that, or do you want us to just talk about the first three episodes? Just yeah. yeah just do you do you want to know what like an overview of what happens in the first three episodes? Oh yeah, like what's what's going on? What are the factions? Oh what okay, yeah, all right, so. Uh, the the main focus of the story is is Vi and Powder, who are a pair of sisters who 
his parents die, and they're adopted by this character named Vander, who is kind of like the um, de facto leader of an area of the underworld mm-hmm. to Piltover, which is the city, uh, uh, called the Lanes. And I assume it's just, like, the, these lanes that they cut into the earth so that they could have, like, a city structure on the underside of the city. Right. So, and it's it's your basic, like, uh, sort of, like, hyper-dramatized uh, uh, neoliberal state of, well, I guess just liberal in general, uh, state of uh, a- economy where there's this, like, beautiful face which people they get to enjoy all of the exploitation and then there's an underclass of people who are kept free from like the eyes of the people that would either uh you know sympathize with them or would just you know feel guilty about their their ill-gotten gains if they were to be able to visit to to you know visit them or see them or whatever and uh so most people on on the top side are just completely ignorant of what's going on in the undercity, and I guess you know by design. But uh, Vander was maintaining, is maintaining. Well, okay, he's dead, right? Yes. Or you're, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he he was maintaining an uneasy peace between the smooth. B- by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, he he had also already. I thought said you that would stop me if you didn't know <laughs> what had happened to him. So all right. <laughs> He also already said vibe punched powder, and that's like, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's why I was, yeah, I was just making sure that we, that's where we were at. So yeah, Vander was maintaining this uneasy peace with the different warring factions internally of the underground. And that's a and Silco is the name of that y- one. Yeah, where do I know the, his fucking voice guy. from? I don't know, but it is familiar. Oh shit, I knew what it was. He he sounds like you know the fucking s- snake from the Garden of Eden. <laughs> right. He sounds like the serpent. The uh, the deceiver. Um, and yeah, what a just like. <laughs> if you looked up like Archvillain in the fucking dictionary, you'd see a picture of Silco. It's so over the top. It's kind of, it's it's kind of refreshing. Jason S- 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 Spizak? Yeah. Yeah, I looked him up. I don't. Oh. Um, I only saw a few things that I would have like even had known him from, and they're all like voices like. Like he played the the Joker in a Batman movie. Mm-hmm. That's obviously not where I'm. That the voice that I'm hearing. You Young know. Justice. Yeah, I haven't watched that much. In Young the Justice. Clone Wars. Yeah, that may be uh, one of the characters that he was on. Uh, um, Lux. It may have been that dude. Oh, but I remember him from Zatch Bell. It was like this anime I used to watch when I was real young. Mm-hmm. I've heard of it. I don't know if I've ever watched it before. <laughs> but um, it's weird. It is weird. But yeah, so, so like the arcane, the magic, and all that—is that an enti- just an entirely separate thread at this point that has nothing to do with like this? Well, m- so the the y- orbs that powder un- until the like, obviously, like yeah, she takes the orbs and everything, and, and then the first episode. Th- then the uh, orb bombs. Mm-hmm. Um, but so other than Hextech. that, is like. The whole thing with the fucking they'll they'll connect. Vic- they I'm yeah. sure they will connect. But right now, there's they're just um, going on their own separate paths, pretty much right now. Yeah. right. Yeah. You can see like how they like that. intertwine once you fully know what's up. But saying anything about that might be a spoiler. Yeah. The 
the I just want to make sure that I haven't right. missed on some context oh. from where I'm at right no. now. I wouldn't say you did until you go back after seeing the whole series. Got it's kind of like putting lines co- together. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, Silco and Vander have a uh, difficult past. Uh, Vander yeah. apparently betrayed Silco uh, when they were trying to achieve what they'd called the Nation of Zorn, which was like a legitimized underground like that with autonomy. Right. Um, recognized by Piltover, the, the city above. Um, and uh, in doing so, uh, yeah, Vander just completely fucked over Silco and kind of gave up on that their whole uh, uh, revolution. And, uh, you know, Silco took it personally because, you know, he tried to drown him. Now, I like Vander. Like, I thought he was a good character. Um, great guy, great dad. But did they really just, like, do an allegorical reenactment of the of the Social Democrats sending the Fry Corps on the KDP and and then frame the... What? I have no idea what you're talking about, man. Z- Vander b- betraying oh, yeah. the yeah. revolution. No, uh-huh. in real life, though, is what I'm asking. Yeah, what are you saying? This compares to... I'm s- the, the fucking Social Democrats... In Germany, oh, okay, taking the Fry Corps on the Communist Party. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I possibly, Jesus, that didn't occur to me. But I mean, that's basically. I think there's a lot of. Uh, of I mean, that's what I've. Ga- that's what I've basically gathered. S- gathered so far is, um, fucking what's his name? Silco. Yeah. Is the radical. Who you yeah. know will take whatever means necessary, mm-hmm. and obviously is goes too far because he has to because uh, we have to paint those people as being being bad. Whereas, <laughs> um, well, Van and again like the guy, but is portrayed as the guy who just wants, you know, to just wants to get get along. You know, yeah. like just. Grateful they're you know they're, they're letting us fucking live. Don't fucking. I'm just trying to keep my family alive. Blah 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 blah, and keep us all together. You know, like the the moderate reformist yeah. approach, and he betrays uh, Silco. And and again, we don't t- at this point. I don't have a lot of context on that besides just. Yeah, you know this few like flashbacks right. that we've seen, which is is kind of like the rest of the series really just reaffirms how important that moment was, mm-hmm. as opposed to like getting more intense context of it, right? Because it is always in the past, so like we don't actually see too much of that what's going on in that scene. We really just get a more clear picture of what's going on with Silco in his mind, but that like knowing the literal. Uh, uh, content of the of the struggle between those two, um, I think that the overall the series, when you look back on it, is painting Vander as wrong. Okay, it's painting Vander as 
a good man, a good person to raise children. Mm-hmm. But Vi was right when she was trying to fight back yeah. against the enforcers, <laughs> against, yep. you know, because the enforcers were inherently corrupt. Vander's inherent flaw was that he was trying to preserve an uneasy peace instead of fighting for uh, one one that would last. And the enforcers are who murdered Powders yeah. and Vi's entire yeah. village. Right. Yeah, see, that's basically where it hinged on for me is like where they would frame and obviously don't tell me but I you know like where they would frame Vi from this point yeah forward um and whether or not like it would be like oh you know her learning the lesson that uh and I honestly like if that's not the way that it goes then you know honestly bully for them because I wouldn't expect that out of anything that would make um, any kind of major service in the United States. She got straight up chloroformed. She did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to actually s- land on the side of, no, sometimes you actually have to, like, resist. Yeah. And, you know, so that's, yeah, that's, so, yeah. Uh, I'll watch the next, I'll probably watch them all, but we'll talk about the next three, uh, Oh, there are week. nine, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's actually a good call. I would, yeah. I would actually say that the they're it's broken into three acts, and it basically goes in three, uh, mm-hmm. three episode arcs. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to see what comes of this next bit when you watch it. But yeah. Damn. Getting to know what's going on with Jace is very interesting. Yeah. He. What an I- what a strange character. It's a very interesting character. Yeah. Like all of these characters I think are solid. Like we can tell all of their motivations. Maybe not all. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I think they're w- three-dimensional. In in more ways than the obvious ones, but you know what I mean? Like the uh Yeah, it's just the uh, it feels like we're given enough time with everybody that we're supposed to care about. It does feel like there's a little bit of fan service in the like defining of character moments. It seems that anything yes. that happens that is of any kind of legitimacy will have to do with one of the characters that they brought in from the game, right? You know, and yeah. it and a lot of the 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 cinematography is just sort of celebrating the kind of interpretation on that character. Three characters that are in the game that are in this. Is it really that few? I think it's the main three girls. Damn, for real? I think that's what I think. That's the only thing I've seen. I'm pretty sure it's like almost everybody. Possibly. That's what Tumblr has told me, which doesn't mean anything. Yeah, because Jace is definitely a character. Main three girls. Who's the third girl? Oh, uh, Echo? Echo's a boy. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Just too yeah. young to fucking tell. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Um, uh, no, uh, I wouldn't say... I don't. Is she a main girl? Uh, uh, yeah, I guess she's the main... Yeah. Yeah. Because I sent, I sent you that photo, remember? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Caitlin. You've met Victor, Jace, and Caitlin. Yeah. Victor... Which one's Caitlin? Caitlin is uh, Jace's friend. Oh, the okay. His rich yeah. friend yeah. whose mother got she's, she's an outcast th- too. I think right. that's ha- that's her yeah. main thing. Yeah, we get yeah. She's a, she's a pretty cool character. 
fucking uh, American McGee's Alice. Yeah. Yeah, we've met. Yeah, yeah. yeah basically, cop. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. She does end up being a cop. That's true. But she is a cop that quits. So... <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> cool. It's very quick. And I mean, you, you'll see. Yeah, I mean it's like happens in the first episode. Were you going to say Quaker-esque or Quarantantino or whatever? Never mind. What? You. It doesn't matter. You just started to say something and then, then cut yourself off. And I don't know where you're going with it. What do you mean? You started to say, she's very qu- And then just kind of stopped. Did I? Yeah. I was going to say she... Did I say sh- I said she quit, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay, maybe I didn't hear. Th- yeah, maybe yeah. I didn't hear you finish. What you I said. think I started to talk. That maybe. Yeah, yeah, that was me. My bad. <laughs> no, you're good. Um. Yeah, no, she 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 is a cop that has like a conscience and therefore can't do the job. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, it it paints like the enforcers i mean they're they're pretty obviously an allegory for just like modern police right uh yeah that that conflict becomes more clear and the like it's it's pretty <sighs> it's not necessarily entirely condemning of them as an institution although i think it you get absolutely read it as being such because pretty much everybody that is involved in the enforcers are flawed like to uh, to an insane degree um, but uh, there's one particular I mean like that older lady captain yeah you know she she was seen as uh, I think she's she's the only like almost uh, unappro- she's the closest to being without reproach from the narrative's perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's somewhat lionized, but she's also seen as a complicated and corrupt character because, you know, she has to be because she's a fucking police captain. Right. Ten characters, and a couple of them are people we don't even talk to. Really? Mm-hmm. Like who? Um, Kindred. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'd, it's a character, Um, it's... It's an episode that Zach hasn't watched yet. Can you not give me the context for them? Oh my god. Yeah. For real? Yeah. That's weird. It's fun. Um, but Jace is a main character in League of Legends, so is Victor. Um, but you know, Silco is not. And they said they don't plan on adding him. I kind of figured that. Yeah. If you scroll all the way to the top, there's a... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I kind of... This is, this is pretty much who I expected. Yeah. I don't know really have any, like, super critiques for the show, honestly. I really thought Vander would have been a playable character. Nope. Apparently not. Yeah, I didn't expect fucking Timo to be. Oh, what did you think of Milo and I don't remember his name. Um, the two other kids. Yes. Because everything was fine up until the bomb. You know, in in hindsight, um, I kind of see why they didn't get as uh, as much 
screen time. You know, like I liked them, but uh, the hook for me was uh, and remains really uh, Vi and Powder, especially Vi. Oh know? yeah, absolutely. Um, I th- they were kind of just. I think they didn't get a lot of screen time because they're like, oh well, they are gonna end up. Yeah, and it. you know that's one of those things that like. Ruby is notorious for that it's weird to see other people not do, which is like if a character is written to die in a couple of episodes, then they'll get all the characterization, you know, and like like all of the like um the pathos and everything that they need for you to empathi- empathize with them and like like them as a character so their sudden death impacts yeah. more. Hmm. Um but yeah, it's just and I I like I like that. And it's just weird. Not not weird, but it's just like it I don't know. Brutal. I kinda wish I cared more about them. It was more it was more the shock of like, oh oh wow, they're gonna kill off what I presume to be to be main characters at, in like three episodes and uh, everything. Yep. What's what's important about that scene ultimately is the effect it has on powder and by right exactly yeah. right yeah like so they're they're kind of treated as like props yeah. in the in yeah. the scene I, I you get kind of in a sense of who milo is but the other guy just kind of seems like he's the groot of the right. the yeah, the I can't children remember of what yeah, I, I like his big thing was yeah and i like i don't think he, he had a thing he fucking uh Punched through the wall, yep. and they were already yeah. out yep. and free. Whenever Until Powder's mm-hmm. bomb, yeah, Until Powder came to help. Right, which I do like how they had her throw her little temper tantrum. I think that that was well done for a kid. Yeah, like yeah. That's snotty, disgusting, loud. Yeah, it felt vulnerable and weird, and you know, like uncomfortable the way you do when you're that age. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it it made sense. And it, you know, feeds into what we understand Powder to be later on. It's solid. But, um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I think that's all. all I, on that. I, I fucking love Vi as a character. Absolutely. Um, when, when we get further on into the series, I want to show the original character designs, Zach. Word. They're kind of like the Super Saiyan 3 versions. Of yeah. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> they <laughs> They did a lot to humanize them. Yeah. And honestly, it looks really good. I love the way that they look compared to their original game version. Like, they look like actual people. Yeah. As much as you can in that style of thing. Computer. Turn on living room lights. Flash bomb. Thank you. So I got fucking uh, the Ruby fucking Volume 8 DVD finally in today, and those fucking came with it. Oh, that's cool. From the uh, Justice League crossover all right. comic thing. So wait. I think they're all the, I think they're the cover art, but they're just like collectible card things. What's going on here? Uh, Which one is it? Okay, so it's. So it's Team Ruby and yeah. uh, Green Lantern. Girl. Oh, it's just okay. 
I thought she may have been like uh, one of the maidens interpreted into Justice League. Uh, no, no, they're like, isn't it? Is an interpretation of the Justice League, but it's straight up the Justice League. Like, okay, now I see. Yeah, shit. Wait, who is supposed to be Batman here? Uh, well, that's um, that's just. I think it's <laughs> there's yeah this there's dude over oh here. shit yeah I don't think there I don't know if there is one of all nope there is that one yeah yep right there we got a Batman and then yeah. what <laughs> do we have we have Yang and uh, Superman trying yeah. to arm wrestle gotcha mm -hmm. cool they couldn't make her care any less huh which which Blake. one oh <laughs> <laughs> sorry. The other one looks disgusted, but Blake <laughs> could not give any fucks. Yeah, this this art is really great for this audio medium. Right. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. And I do like <laughs> how they have the um, the artist on the back. Uh, it, it's fine. It does. Oh my God, Cyborg and Weiss. That makes sense. That'll piss Dad off. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh. I'll try to remember. Actually, I'll fucking set an alarm in my phone to do it tomorrow when I upload the pod. I'll uh I'll put pictures of the cards in the Indie Carnival Discord. So uh you know you should should join that. Um and and then you'll be able to see the the pictures uh from the Ruby uh Justice League comic for free. So yeah, join the Discord and and hang out. Um computer. Turn off living room lights. We might actually respond to a chat. Yeah. I hardly ever like Discord's weird about notifications. Like even if like I'm tagged, I hardly ever fucking get notifications for my for my Discord app. I only get at everybody, and yeah. I don't know if that's because I'm in a couple other servers that just have thousands of people in them. Right. Uh, for a different game franchise, that like it, my phone just doesn't receive or anything. But I don't unless it's like Indie Carnival posting a link. I don't see anything. Hmm. 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 Maybe it's a push notifications thing. I never know how that. It's supposed to. That's fair. Right. I do turn most of mine off. Uh, but yeah, anyway, on on that, let's see. What were the what were these last two? Fairy tales. Yeah, I know the last last one was um, the girl in the tower. Yeah, Rapunzel. Was that the last one? The one before, I I thought was the uh, the king the. Yeah. The king with the crown that no, makes... No, that... One of those were the last two. Girl in the Tower was the last one, yeah, because yeah. Ozpin closed oh, the book and everything. One. I mean, like... The, well, like I said, the new one came out today. Yeah. So... Oh, the Tower one did? No. Uh, a brand new one. Oh. Oh, shit. Oh, gotcha, 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 um, gotcha. On, like, it's not even on YouTube yet. And Rooster Teeth is fucking weird. The apps never load and the website never loads. And the fucking there's a button <laughs> but it won't let me fucking like if I Chromecast it just 
will never fucking bring the the show up. Yeah. So let me just do this mm, real quick since it's a short thing. They we'll just like don't know d- what's why why don't the website not work? Why do the apps not work? Uh, just shitty development team. It's not prioritized like it should be. So let's do it like this. Baby Ruby gets me every time. Yeah. I had these last couple of ones have been really good. Yeah. Um wait, was that about a No. Okay. No, it was just right. it was just a fairy tale. I also Got thought it. it was Mommy Rose for a minute. Now, obviously that's the connection, but it's not about her. Like she wasn't the girl, Ty wasn't the the boy right. or whatever. Um but he sees himself in that story. Y- yeah. Yeah, the um that these last 3 were actually my favorites from yeah. the from the book. Huh. Um I was going to say they were my favorite. But they they were also yeah. also in my favorite um in the in the show. Um I really loved the the indecisive king. Yeah, that was really good. The um, the books seem to lean more into the the romance of it than the and just you know just in the way that books do of getting inside the characters' heads and everything than the actual show conveyed but you know it conveyed it well enough to to know that that's you know like obviously became you know his his queen and everything but yeah that and the i especially like the those two and i guess this one in its in its way but especially those two is like Okay, we we know how the the staff works, and we know how the lamp works, and and now we know how the crown works. You know, we know like what that, or at least an idea. It may not be the the same thing in um, in remnant real life, yeah. but it kind of seems like it answers a question that you have in your mind, or it gives you a glimpse um, of the future. Yeah. With the with the king, it presented him with a choice he would have to make, like an Im- an impossible impossible sit decision he would have yeah. to make in the future. And I'm not sure if we're like it. Kind of seems like the king is maybe uh, an Oz life, or maybe this is before. That like maybe like who I don't know like I well I doubt that stories would survive an apocalypse like that, um, <coughs> but you know so like maybe he's seeing like a long time future decision that he has to make but whatever it whatever it is it's an Im- impossible uh, choice and the crown is the relic of choice so 
so yeah, it has some some oh. play with that, but yeah. But again, we don't know if the how much that applies to the okay. Maybe regular. yeah, it makes you m- presents you with a time where you'll have to make a life changing decision, right? Right. And huh. hers was marriage. Uh, yeah, we never know so. what it, what it is. It what his is. It just drives him mad because right. it's an impossible. It must have been. Yeah. It must be some kind of proposal, right? It must be some like s- a call to to action or inaction. You know what I mean? Like right. a fucking a decision he has to make in the future. And for her, it was a marriage proposal. So. And then. Obviously, um, we basically get the the first 30 seconds of Salem's backstory episode from season six, uh, fleshed out more. Yeah. Um, She's basically Rapunzel. Right. She keeps tossing letters out the window while watching tons of people die coming to her aid. Yeah. She was always a selfish bitch. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Like, <laughs> she should have just tried to murder her dad like a reasonable person. What What else? And this is like, this entire show is a lesson for overprotective fucking... Um, parents yeah that's this is the kind of thing that like that behavior creates what else are you going to create when you fucking just lock a child in their room in a castle like literally like in a tower literally overlooking the fucking like uh kingdom or what the fuck ever but he fucked up making the barrier permeable with <laughs> just inanimate objects. Right. Yeah. yeah. If he hadn't have done that. <laughs> uh. What? Why give her a window at all? Oh wait, no. Yeah, that was the whole point. Was that her mom? Yeah, right. used to like come to look out this window. This so very window. I'm gonna make this your living tomb. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. People who lose their significant other in, like, dads who lose their wives in, like, childbirthing, like, do usually just have a dramatic, a drastic. Oh, they're the worst. (laughs) 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 Just locked down on kids. Yeah, God, ugh, widowers. (laughs) Give it up. How dare they? What are you trying to raise a child without a vagina? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta lock that shit away. So, <sighs> um, yeah, like, not that much to say. Really enjoyed these. And there can't be that, m- if there's any more left, there can't be that many, that much more left. And and then I still don't know. All I know is it won't be this year. But I still don't know what the actual date is on uh, on volume nine. But uh, won't be this year, as then it won't be twenty twenty one. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um. That makes sense, considering we are almost done. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, the last couple seasons started in November. You know, so December wouldn't be beyond the pale, but then they they, na- they naturally announced it, though, didn't they? Did what? They, did they announced it, though, didn't they? They didn't just drop it. Yeah, no, no. It's coming out. It's just yeah. delays. Um, but I don't know if... I don't think a date has actually been announced for when it's coming out next year. Hmm. So, like... Hopefully, it's like still in like in the it's in like in the first quarter, but I don't know. Uh, in the meantime, uh, you guys should actually watch Hawkeye because I'm genuinely surprised. It's actually a fun little romp. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I would say so far, three episodes in. Uh, fourth will come out on Wednesday. Um, I would definitely rank it above uh, Falcon. Easily rank it above Falcon. I feel like that's not super hard. It's though. not super hard. It's not. It's not as good as Loki, but I don't really think anything in the MCU is as good as Loki. Like Loki hits all the right spots. Yeah, for, for me. For like I really love yeah. that show. Um, it's pr- like, and I don't think it's going to take the same turn that WandaVision did, but it's at least as good as WandaVision. Like, the first f- few episodes before, like, you know, the Marvel stuff at the end. Um, and I don't know how much Marvel stuff at the end you're going to get into with fucking uh, bows and arrows and stuff. But there's been some, like, fun little moments that I won't spoil. But honestly, it really comes down to um, Vi and Hawkeye and their fucking, like, their chemistry is fucking amazing. So it's the same actress that Haley Steinfeld, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Who who is she? Who else is she? Um, that's a good question, Nolan. Let she me. Is she also Ahsoka? Is she? Haley Steinfeld. I don't know. No, Ahsoka is um, and then isn't it Rosio something? Rosie O'Donnell, yeah. R- yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rosario Dawson in Mandalorian. But yeah. her voice And was then Ashley. Oh, yeah. Ashley uh, Eccleston. Yeah. Yeah. Or Eckstein? I don't know. Yeah, Eckstein. Yeah. Uh, she, she is somebody else, though. Like, somebody nostalgic, I think. But uh, it doesn't matter either way. She's she's pretty talented. Really, she has a very pleasant voice. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, shit. Is she really? Um, (laughs) she's the... Yeah, she's the main character in, uh, like the main human character in Bumblebee, which if you haven't watched, watch that because I fucking hate the Transformers movies. That is a fantastic movie. Yeah, honestly. Um... And the r- actually the writer for for that 
did something really the yeah wrote wrote birds of prey which is also surprisingly good uh the harley quinn movie not the 2002 cw drama that lasted for like one season i didn't know that happened oh yeah oh yeah buddy that definitely happened um who played harley quinn huh was it just some no it's margot robbie oh it didn't have a harley quinn it was the like the actual like or a different like birds of prey lineup. I didn't think. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, there have been several lineups for Birds of Prey. Um. Yeah, it's usually like Huntress, Black Canary, and fucking. Uh, yeah. Uh, I can't remember what the other one was, but that's yeah. what it was in the show. Catwoman. Uh, I. Wasn't in the show. I don't. I think she's I'm an sure alternate. The only thing that I'm seeing on her that I recognize is um, is that is is Bumblebee. Oh, and she's the voice of Gwen Stacy in Into the Spider Verse. Damn. So That's it, yeah. yeah. Uh, honestly, just she's killing it. Yeah. I've only seen like four things out of her IMDb, <laughs> but she is awesome in literally all of them, and I'm gonna have to watch all of them again. Um, yeah, and ho- she makes Hawkeye worth it, honestly. And Renner does a good good job. It's honestly nice to see him because he's a fucking damn good actor. Honestly, see him get to play without. Having to be the the little guy against all of like the other other players in the room and everything, and actually get his moment to shine and everything. Yeah. Um, Hawkeye's cinematically, mm-hmm. it's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird having him up next to like you know the Hulk and stuff. It's oh, for sure. But he feels like the the right kind of character for like a TV drama, which I mean, I guess it makes sense if. He's a dude who shoots real good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a lot more compelling for, like, a TV series than it is for... Because you can, like, extend long-form drama and suspense and stuff. Whereas a movie, you're kind of, like... It's more spectacle. Right. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on down to Saint-Denis. Mm. Um... Man, fuck these fucking kids. What? I fucking yeah. hate these goddamn kids. Oh, the pr- the fucking prick-ass kids in San Denis? Yeah. yeah I didn't them. realize that you could stop him, and I kept running into stuff. Yeah, I've seen people stop him. I've never have in all my times of playing. I Why never can like, you not lasso him? Because I, s- I s- always assumed that you were just... It was because... You were like the same reason you can't whistle for your fucking horse oh. or run back to your horse. You yeah. can only, um, because I had my horse fucking parked right outside the goddamn church. <laughs> so when he took off, I could just run and jump on my horse and go get that fucking badge where he got to the fucking, yeah. uh, fucking trolley or whatever. But no, it will not let me go back. It's just like, no, you gotta just keep going, keep going forward, baby. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I assume it's because you have to get to that cutscene. Yeah. 
you know, you're you're on rails and it's just forcing you to play. Oh, like, yeah. And that shit I fucking hate. Just, just do it for me. If I don't have any fucking choice in the matter. Yeah, let's just see and there's And there's no risk. It's just... Yeah. I think it's because if you see a race in in a video game, you're going to feel cheated. Right. If you see it in a cutscene, you're going to be like, well, why am I not doing the race? Oh, yeah. But then when you when you are forced to do the race, they're trying to do plot, so it's like, fuck. Well, but like... I wish you could just shoot the kids. Right. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. That is mm, that's my biggest gripe. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> honestly. <laughs> if there's one thing that keeps this fucking game from being... Absolutely perfect. Yep, it's the inability <laughs> it's the to shoot, shoot them children. children. <laughs> it's yeah. the fact that those goddamn. But oh. <laughs> you also There's can't beat the fuck out of Micah. But man, those yeah, just shoot them in the in the balls. Mm, that's fair. I forgot. But it's in a in t- s- fucking entirely just infuriating way. Um, it's kind of refreshing. Though, because usually, like the the urban scamps are are like sanitized, yeah, yeah, are like sanitized and like, um, and you know, and like those kids are just. I have a tuppence, me lord. Right. I'm just trying to get this laundry done for my mom. She has rheumatoid arthritis in either hands. I know it's crazy for me to know about that kind of thing. Father and we'll get to this in more in a minute. We talk about uh, that, that little that little Dickensian child became Australian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get to this more in a minute. We talk about about Bronte, but like the reality of the situation is that, um, well, kids growing up on the streets of industrial capitalism, the ones who survive are the going to be the ones who know how to fucking like. Play the game, yeah. You know, and like people over and steal their shit. Right, exactly. Like they're going, like most of the kids you run into on the streets are going to be little fucking bastards like these. Yeah. That if it weren't for the fucking uh, just gonna trample (laughs) them with horses every time I see a kid now. Oh my god. Yeah. uh, Oh, I've I've tried so many things. Like I like because after that you can fire bottle them. Sometimes it's work around. Yeah, I I think I've actually got them fire bottled once or <laughs> twice because it's like, well, like, because you'll run into them again, like if you yeah, just like yeah, walk yeah. around Saint Denis after that, um, <laughs> and and I've thrown, but they always like run away, and I always just like end up fire bottling other people that are around them, Ooh. which you know in Saint Denis anything gets right. like all the cops yeah. on you. All of a sudden, he set a few people on fire <laughs> in the middle of the day. And the worst things were, I had to fucking do it twice because I did it, and then my dumbass didn't save. Oof. Well, I wanted my fucking Black Arabian. Now, you can go to the San Denis stable and buy the Black Arabian for $1,000, mm. or if you wait outside of the theater... At, uh-huh. at night, there's a robbery that takes place, oh. and the robber has a Black Arabian parked uh, or hitched um, somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> somewhere nearby. So I go. I'm gonna break up the break up the fight. Now, I haven't been playing that much 
or at all for the last couple of weeks. I'm playing other games, and so my fingers have been like are not. Yeah. So you're trained. Uh, oh to no. I'm trained. Uh, I'm trained for triangle to be menu. Yeah. Ah. Mhm. So, um, I get on the. Ho- I'm on my horse. I see the fight, and um, I try to switch to my gun. So you just get off the horse. Uh, I get off the horse and I try to switch and I try to switch to the gun, which throws off my like view of where everything's happening. Um, and I try to switch to my gun and I don't. And the guy fucking shoots the the woman, and the and the husband is like crying on the ground. And the guy goes and gets on his horse, and I'm like, and takes off. I'm like, fuck. Oh, that's what was happening. Yeah. I rolled up and I heard the gunshot. Yeah. And then I just didn't know what happened because Damn. I heard the gunshot in the distance. I'm not. Yeah, she, that is totally you playing for a dead. <laughs> I'm just like, what? What's Did happening? Somebody fire. <laughs> Um, I'm not <laughs> sure if it's a recurring, th- if it's a recurring thing, um, but I assumed in the moment that it wasn't that I lost a chance to get the horse, and so I was like, I'm gonna have to fucking redo that whole fucking k- mission with the kids again. This is bullshit, and um, I had a um, what's the what's what I'm looking for? A, s- a stress relieving moment where like I shot the dude. And then just started just shooting up, you know, all of Sandini. Like <laughs> sometimes it's nice to be like when you like fuck up a mission, like fuck, I've got to go back to a previous save to just go just buck wild. And I can't believe I've never done this before. But <laughs> I was fucking running from all the fucking cops in Sandini that were shooting at me. And I get onto the fucking trolley. And I threw a stick of dynamite into the trolley and jumped off real quick. Damn. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. Um, and then I had to fucking redo the fucking bullshit with the goddamn kids again. Once again, did not catch the little bastard early. This time I got the horse, though. Um, but... God, uh, my, that's probably one of my fa- favorite, least favorite missions in the entire game. It's just... It felt tedious. Yeah, it's really it's really tedious. You know Arthur can catch this kid. You feel like you're being held back. Um, and again, like, the first time it's kind of a trap. Because if you don't get to play it, then the first time you play, is like, oh, it's a race. I wanted to fucking race. I could have caught the fucking kid, you know? <laughs> and then, but if you do, then, like, every other time, it's like, why do I have to keep, why do I have to do this? Why can't I, ju- why can't it just be a fucking cutscene? Like, why does this have to be in the fucking game? <laughs> um, oh, like, if it's going to be in the game, why cinematic. can't I just fucking shoot the kids? Like, every, yeah. every time, like, Let's give Arthur something to be sad about, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Every time when it's, when, like, the whole thing's over and you leave, I, like, rush back and, like, I'm going to just lob a stick of dynamite over there while they're all just fucking camped out there. (laughs) And they're, like, (laughs) but they all go through the fence to the other side so you can't kill them. Of course they did. Yeah. Um, And then see, what, what else? So, and... So then it's uh it's off to uh 
to to get get Jack back. Well, it's off to it's off to meet Bronte. Um and we get a we get a touch of that uh special Dutch charm as uh John likes to put it southern style which you know is just an interesting little uh shadow on on Dutch that for as egalitarian and like you know like there's uh a f- couple of like black and brown and uh overly white uh people <laughs> in uh Actually, I was talking about um, Molly and um, Sean. Well, Sean is dead now. Fair enough. Um, no, no, Strauss is just a German. And a bitch. Like I said, he's just a German. Um, <laughs> but, you know, and so, but Dutch still has that thing he can... Like I couldn't imagine uh John or Arthur or even Hosea ever calling someone boy and you know pulling them by their ear or whatever to the to the fence and demeaning them the way that that Dutch did in that scene at the at um oh yeah Bronte's house just reaching through and yanking yeah, yeah. that always that always stands out to me um because it's just like one of those little like mask off moments for for Dutch, which like I get it. Don't don't mess with the kid. Yeah, it's and it's 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 more of the the racial undertones of mm. of what he was doing and what he was saying. I don't remember if I'm being honest. Um, what it's just when said. they when they walk up there, um, Bronte's black servant, um, is like you know. What's what's this about? Blah 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 blah, and Dutch pulls him, pulls him in. And is like, you tell your boss that we need to have a word with him. Run along now, boy. Mm. Um, yeah. Which, you know, that gets into uh, into Dutch and. Um, and Bronte, uh, a little bit, you know. It, people s- like to say that like Bronte like represents the, you know, the future of. It, it is the future of organized crime in America, but it's not a, a direct a lineage of like the organized crime as it existed in the. In the old West, I think a more honestly a more direct lineage of that would be inner city like gang crime like I think oh, those that's kids? W- well n- n- those kids <laughs> I mean more in a modern context like I think that um the 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 black lumpen uh having been similarly disenfranchised after having you know ha- given the promise because at this point they you know they barely have been given the promise of 
of enfranchisement and and everything, but having been cast out by the system, ends up in in a modern version of the same kind of uh survival uh that the that like people that the Vanderlands like the like the hole in the wall gang or whatever um I feel like that's the more of an American lineage the mafia is is an Italian a southern Italian Sicilian thing imported into America and integrated into uh America but what we do see in like the foil of Dutch and Bronte is uh what Dutch would have to be to survive in and and thrive in the modern changing world um and I, that is the thing that I think that Dutch is resist is resistant to and um and despises so much about uh about Bronte at first admires and then quickly comes to uh despise mm. the um the cemetery mission to get jack back was yeah. uh, a lot yeah, I always have fun with with that one. Um I fucking got some new guns, so it was fun to to show those off a little bit. I finally got my pump action and nice. uh a Schofield. Oh yeah, perfect place for the pump. Oh yeah, hell of a good place for the pump. And um and it was nice, honestly, like after it was all over, to just have a nice, really long, like we almost made it all the way back to Shady Bell, ride with John back to uh, back to San Denis. Oh because, yeah, because you know um, there was a dog there, and so I was like, oh, I'm not getting out of out of this. The dog's gonna smell me and start barking. So I shot the dog, and so that alerted the rest of the cops, <laughs> and <laughs> and so. Uh, we shot our way, shot our way out, and got to the horses and took off. And so all the police in Sandy are after us. So you know oh we keep God. we keep riding until we get away from the fucking red bubble <laughs> of death. Yep. And um, and entrapment <laughs> <laughs> out of the jurisdiction bubble. Um, <laughs> and uh, and then once we're finally free, we just just ride all the way back, and you know. Don't say much, but it felt good. Just you know, walk like into like the house. I feel like, you know, me and John have buried the hatchet at this <laughs> point. <laughs> yeah. Into separate things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's got to squash it pretty well, you know? Yeah, killing people together? Well, specifically to save your son. Yeah. Ooh, the Papa Bronte. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Not enjoying Don't that. Don't call okay. him that. Yeah. It's a mister. Oh. Uh. Oh, and Abigail thanks Arthur, but doesn't say anything to John. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, fuck. God, they're kind of like. 
Abigail is kind of mean to John. She has every right to be, but she... <laughs> he did run off for a year, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah for he, a year. Yeah. I... I love John stealing Dutch's glory. If you catch it whenever they like they're coming back in and Dutch is like, Abigail, we've got you and John's like, He's back and yep. and Dutch <laughs> just looks over his shoulder like the fuck? motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she just comes running out, yeah. Yeah, and we get our uh another fucking not as wholesome. You know, there's some tension, there's some weird vibes, but overall, it's a good party. Yeah. <gasps> oh, oh my God. What did I see? I, I follow Abigail and John usually around this time, because they usually uh, are all sweet on each other, kind of. They're that's starting nice. to rebuild the thing, and I feel like that's the most compelling thing happening. I saw... Um, there's some, some other good stuff. Though. Did Dutch smack... Someone hit someone. At the very end of the night. Um, like Dutch and What's-Her-Face get into a screaming match. Oh, yeah. And Molly. Mm-hmm. I heard that. I didn't see it. One of them smacked the other. Oh, shit. I was fucking... I think I was singing songs with Uncle at that point. Yeah, yeah I was doing that, too, but I was like, what the fuck's going on over here? And <laughs> just got up while still singing. I, I can't, like... There's some songs in the game that I really fucking love. Um, two from that night are the are the last song that Uncle sings. The uh, fucking Parson of Bones fucking song and the um, what's what's the fucking one? Uh, and Root Hog and Root Hog and Die. Like every single fucking time, if I fucking just just sit there and just fucking ignore everything else going on while the songs are are going on. But yeah, I heard it, but I didn't I didn't know who. Did you actually get around to see it? Or were you too late to see who hit who? I just don't remember, but mm. I saw it. I would like walk straight up to them while Arthur was still singing, because like you don't. You can just walk away, and he right. keeps singing if yeah. you don't press the button again. Right. And so I hear them arguing, walk straight up. Arthur's still <laughs> belting that last song. and then That's great, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> <laughs> They're just in a screaming match, and Arthur's <laughs> drunkenly singing yep. <laughs> at them. Arthur has a theme in the 1840. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, man. Domestic abuse. Yeah. Not cool, Dutch. Um, or Molly. <laughs> Whoever. I don't remember who hit who, but obviously, like, Dutch started the situation, and I can't remember exactly what happened, but he was Your mostly... Honor, who can even remember who hit who? <laughs> yeah. I can't remember who hit who, but it basically started when she was like, I was worried about you. You just ran off, and he was like, can you not give me some space to breathe? You, um... Oh, what did he call her? Um, selfish, unappreciative woman. <laughs> and then... <laughs> you goddamn Irish woman. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, damn. It's the worst thing you could call her. Really. And I think we get our first mention of hell in this, in this scene of Tahiti. 
uh, Arth- uh, Dutch kind of just drops it to Arthur at one point, and then he has his big, like, and every time it has the same, like, thunder crack and, and all the, like, all that big dramatic shift. I go to cinematic mode, so it's, like, fucking more uh, big or whatever. But, yeah, we have our first mention of, like, Tahiti, Fiji, Australia, somewhere we know they're never going to <coughs> to get to. And, you know, the paranoia and delusion kind of mixing into that toxic pot of, like, we're not... Like, we know we're not getting out here. Like, we know there's no way, like, there's no way we can run here. So, how do we, how are we going to rationalize this? I know. We'll go somewhere. Overseas. Overseas that, you know, we have no idea how to get to or um, what we're running into. And we also get my, one of my favorite lines from the whole, certainly from Dutch, from the whole game. And makes, (coughs) where he, um the i can't remember what the whole fucking line was but um that th- this basically this godforsaken land that europe has acted out its uh peasant vengeance on yeah. and it makes me wonder as much as uh matt says he hates video games if he's played because it reminds me of like some of the analyses that, he, that he's had about, uh, yeah. you know, about like the underlying like psychological, uh, like malfunction, like the mental disease of America. Basically, is that we all came here because we couldn't accommodate, like. The the immigrants of America were all people who couldn't accommodate the changing social norms of a uh, you know of a liberalizing Europe and sought to maintain their sense of autonomy and uh, and and freedom and you know like fucking Puritans and Quakers and shit who just couldn't fucking cope yeah. basically and that's basically what Dutch is saying here you know it's all the people. It's all the fucking, like, losers and, like, peasants and shit who couldn't fucking get by in yeah. Europe who came to America. But that always fucking... <laughs> I like how we're supposed to, like, sympathize with the, the pilgrims. Right. But they were basically just like... <laughs> Why is everyone leaving us out just because we excluded everybody <laughs> else? Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh... Why, why, why don't they ask us to play kickball? Just because we refuse to play every time <laughs> they ask us? Ugh. And then... Uh, How dare they? And then, of course, you know, the night kind of peters off at that point and uh, wake up the next morning and uh, you got a letter. I don't know if you knew that. I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, I haven't played it since that day I texted you about word. it. Word. Yeah. Um, yeah, you've got a letter from Mary in your room. It's not a like a required story mission, but uh, go ahead and do do that one. 
Uh, I haven't done it either, so I'm glad that you hadn't. Oh, yeah, I did get the letter. I remember what you're talking about. Okay. Um, but for now, we uh, got a ball at the mayor's house to go to. And don't have that much to say about this one because, again, this one's kind of on the rails. You know, it's not really any action or anything. He's kind of just followed the dude around. Though The one thing that does stand out to me, though, um, is, like, old crime and new crime, like the feudal and capitalistic orders that they uh, represent and are, are foiled to, both have their own unique codes of conduct. You know, like, for Bronte <coughs> asking someone, you know, to perform a hit for him is just a matter of business. You yeah. know, like, just killing someone in cold blood, well, that's just, you know, I need that person out there in obstruction. That's not something that, but that's against Dutch's, like, of all yeah. the, like, w- vile things that Dutch is willing to do, just murdering someone in cold blood for for no reason is beyond the pale to him and i don't know i found that <laughs> i just i just realized that uh that's probably the best historical compar- comparison to the vanderland gang is either like a um uh a banished knight or a fucking like ronin like a masterless uh samurai clan yeah you know cuz it's like there's this still this level of almost a like monarchy to the to the like hierarchy of the of the little um community they've created right but um so they're like taking on these like higher minded ideas and this this sort of like pecking order from another style of uh entrenched power, but they're kind of defined by their um alienation from that system and also the animosity and uh, desire for the institutional powers to completely fucking wipe them off the face mm-hmm. of the earth. And they generally succeed at that, so. But yeah. Uh, I, I get what you're saying about, like, the 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 gap there between the like old crime ways of of the Vanderlint gang, who still have this kind of like again monarchy like structure, and then there's the pure uh, uh, exploitation and uh, just like hog mindedness of right. uh, Bronte. And another line that stands out on the way home is when Bill. Of all people, why did you bring Bill? Like, everyone else in the cart, I mean, you have to be there because, you know, you're the player character. Um, obviously, Dutch is going to go, and obviously, Hosea is going to go. But why did you bring Bill? But anyway, when Bill is like, yeah, it's high society is more like torture, and Dutch says, well, that's kind of the point, isn't it? Let the people torture themselves. And I don't know, because, yeah, like, obviously, I've never been uh, rich. I've never been in, like, middle or upper class. I mean, I have family that is, so I've been in, like, middle and upper class homes. But, you know, uh, churches sometimes can, like, present 
that that air, even though yeah. everyone in the fucking church is fucking poor. Everyone feels like they have to like um be on the same like Sunday best, you know. Yeah. Right. Um Tithe. and yeah. It's like it's it's a self imposed fucking torture to um uh, to be like saddled with like the strict rules um and like codes of of upper society and everything. I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of the, the fucked up thing too. Uh that not only do like the bourgeoisie, the moneyed class, like any any sort of like higher echelon of the capitalist society, um they have just as much well not just as much to gain, but they have something to gain in like the quality of their life uh in living a like communal existence as a, as opposed to instead of being alienated by like having no control of their life or no access to resources or any of the things that like the rest of us proles have to deal with right they're they're defined by their inability to engage with society in a real way because everything that they enjoy is based off of an expression of wealth or class or anything like that. So there's no there's no real joy in any of that. There's like a creature comfort of like right. you know, the the expression of you know, some sort of prideful act of of domination over the economy and just the sort of uh, you know, prosperity gospel sort of reinforcement of the idea that if you have a lot of wealth you should flaunt it and you should like make sure it's known because, you know, what else is the point? And honestly, yeah, if you were just going to hoard wealth, if you're not going to give it back to, like, the people you <laughs> stole it from, right. then <laughs> you might as well fucking spend it up. But, uh, yeah, no, they have just as much to gain, and not just, like, a feeling of fulfillment in their souls, but also, like, getting the chance to actually live a uh, an expressed life as opposed to uh, one that's been, like, constrained from being expressed because they'd rather preserve their their unexpressed life through the gaining of capital. Right. Um and that's uh that's where we leave you guys this week. Uh n- next week we're going to let's see I well we're going to go to the to the boat and do a little bit of gambling. And uh, maybe uh, see an old fling while she's in town and uh, get up to some other shenanigans. Um, Won't get into it because it's late, but uh, did you guys watch uh, New Abbey? Oh, yeah. Uh, Violence in the... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I did today. I actually didn't watch. I listened. I saw her costume, and I was very impressed. But uh, I've seen some pretty rad gifts also. You know um, what we were talking about at first? I had no idea. Yeah. I, I heard Abby, and I was like, did I fucking miss something crazy? But then once costumes, it hit me. <laughs> uh, now that, uh, well, Ollie's dead now, but he had a uh, very specific, like, a unique name, and so it was easier to understand right. <laughs> what we meant by, oh, there's an Ollie video up, but 
now that the reign of Abby has begun. She has a much more common name. I just didn't hear the full sentence. It was just a run on in my head, mm. and I just accepted <laughs> what was happening. <laughs> no, I liked it. I thought I thought it was. Uh, I like her stuff. It's really accessible. It's uh, it's really easy whenever you're talking about philosophy to just fucking get too deep in the weeds or like kind of lose your footing if you don't have something really specific you're trying to get at. Right. Um, she's always very uh, introductory and. Um, She's 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 very good at avoiding um, jargon. Yeah, where where it isn't absolutely necessary, and there's lots of time devoted to defining terms whenever they're used in specific philosophical contexts. <sighs> Fucking love her shit, goddamn. Yeah, yeah. This one's might be <coughs> might be one of my certainly one of my. One of my favorites might be my favorite one of like the last year or so. Um, I don't know though, because I have to go back and and watch some of the old ones again. There have been a few a few good ones, but and I feel like she's really strong when she actually like. It shows her politics a little bit more because for like for a bread tuber for like a you for like a YouTube leftist and certainly one as popular as as she is, um, she actually has good politics about about things, you know that I I yeah. still agree with, um this far in and I don't find that a lot. Yeah. I find a lot of a lot of things kinda like, well this is like surface level okay, but when you actually like get into like what uh like contrapoints or Sean or somebody is saying, sometimes it's like well, I mean you're a It's a little bit really like it's an inherently like rad lib kind of thing exactly. to do. Yeah, like a, a video essay, because it implies that the the discourse will have a material effect. Right. Even though I I honestly don't think that that it exists in that realm, because nobody seems to organize around those lines. Or when they do, it it is it is uh, it's impressive, like the whole H bomb thing with the uh, the Donkey Kong stream that they raised all that money for. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and there was something else like that recently. Um, I don't remember what it was for, but I just noticed a few people um, it, it were seems participating like, in. Yeah. But yeah, it seems like if there was like a real leftist push on these these platforms, then that would be the norm. That would be like kind of the f entire function of the platform for those people. Right. You know, because. What el what else is uh like somebody who's trying to practice like his historical materialism trying to trying to accomplish with a community, you know? It seems like if you're gonna commit to the format of YouTube, then you're kind of accepting a lot of uh, you know, and just like the fucking underpinning of the the moment, which is to just you know monetize everything and try to right. sell as much ad space as you can and. 
I should probably fucking pick one of the half a dozen, probably more half-finished scripts that I have and fucking finish an essay while I have all this fucking time off yeah. from from Fox's. Uh, hmm. Of course, I don't know. Yeah. I just... You know, I think that materialism is just the strong, and that's the strongest, like, foundation. Dialectical materialism is, like, the strongest foundation to examine anything from. Yeah. So applying it to media written by 99.9% of the time liberals who are not considering the material, like, consequences yeah. and everything of what they're writing can be a lot of... F- and sometimes it becomes impossible. I remember we talked before, like, we were brainstorming things to write about of, like, Animal Crossing or something like that. But some things are in such denial of, like, of the actual implications of, like, the world that they they create. Yeah, that they... That yeah. That there's really nothing to <laughs> say besides what it would actually be like. And that's no... F- that's no fun. It's a lot more fun to actually like peel apart things and. Uh, I think with stuff like that, it's more about you have to look at the the motivation behind the misinterpretation. Right. Otherwise, you're like, yeah. Because yeah. generally, what's interesting with anything, like artistically or anything that uh, has any kind of a- impact in the world is what motivated it and, like, how we can, um, like, examine the conditions that brought it about and, right. and <coughs> compare them to the conditions we're experiencing now and see what we can learn from that. I kind of have a f- have an idea to talk about um, the fucking Jim Carrey Grinch movie for Christmas. The only problem with that is... My family has a long-standing tradition of watching that movie every fucking year. And after watching it 20 fucking times, just Christmas after Christmas after Christmas, I'm just so tired of that movie. And so having to watch it, like, five times to, like, write out an analysis of it and then turn around and be like, all right, it's Grinch time. Put your phones away. It's time. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to watch the movie as a family. Like, I could quote this entire goddamn movie in my sleep. I don't have to focus on... We're going to focus on the movie right now Why? as a family. If you're going to watch a movie... Right. ...every year uh, for a, 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 a holiday that has no shortage <laughs> of fucking... <laughs> <laughs> movies made about it. Yeah. Why pick the same movie to watch over and over again? We I mean, at least it's not a goddamn Christmas story. I can't begin to tell you much. I fucking hate that movie. Honestly, like, at least I can enjoy... Like, at least they're like, I'm sick of it now. But at least there's some, like, good, charming moments in The Grinch. I, f- I hate kids singing. I hate kids singing so much. Not... Or <laughs> kids, kids, singing in ho- kids singing in Hollywood because... I know kids can sing better than that. You're fucking, you're coaching. You're kidding them. them up, yeah. Yeah, you're kidding them up. You're choosing the worst fucking take because it's cuter. And no, it's just off fucking key and just, uh, 
Uh, we did Sound of Music in my family. Well, at my Nana's house. Every year. We barely acknowledged each other. (laughs) One year, my grandma, uh, my mom or my uncle got her Chitty Chitty Bang Bang for Christmas. And uh, she tried to make make that happen, and that did not. No. Hey, there. (laughs) Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. We love you. Is there like three of them? I don't know. I only know about the one, and it's like four hours long. Yeah. It's Maybe I'm thinking of something else, but there's like, s- hold on. I'm pretty sure there's multiple. There's multiple Apple Dumpling Gang, and those slap. I've watched those in a long time. Yeah. It's Wonderful Life. It's a good one to watch at uh, Christmas time. Uh, the Tim and Eric Crimba special. I would love for my family to watch that every year. Just uh, Take a glimpse into that waking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, and if we're going to do something for for the child, um, which you know, much that's fine with me, but like, fucking Muppet Christmas Carol, or the fucking like Mickey's Christmas Carol, or like. There's so I many. I love that. That was my jam as a kid. The my Mickey's Christmas Carol. Yeah, dude, same. Uh, my my mom had to literally edit the VHS that we had to get rid of the uh, Marley scene. You know, I was just thinking of like another. That really fucked me up as a kid. <laughs> Again, fucking sea goose continuity. Uh, the Halloween special. We talking about things that scared oh us as yeah. a kid. Yeah. Legitimately fucking freaked me out as a as a kid. It's rough yeah. with the chains and like the doorknob. I think mm-hmm. the changes to his face. About? So, fuck. Um, <laughs> uh, Goofy is like the ghost of. Uh, is it Marley? It's I Marley. Think so. is it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, uh, Scrooge's uh, uh, ex partner. Spoilers. Mm. No, I've not seen this. You've never seen A Christmas Carol? No. In any iteration at all? No. Holy shit. <laughs> like, that is... What? You've n- you haven't read it? You haven't... No. Okay. I know, like, Fuck. the story. So when like, people talk about Osmosis. Ebenezer Scrooge, you're like... No, I know who that, that is. Okay. I know who he is. I just don't. Right. Like, the I've three, never seen it. three ghosts? Yeah. Okay. I know the story. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Goose, what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> Uh, fixing Nolan's phone and D and D. Uh, before D and D, what do you guys have going on? Um, a lesson. Yeah, and the lesson of one and uh, no, that's it. We may do be good stuff, considering we have a show. I don't yeah. know. Whitney said she told Brian, but would remind him in the morning because I was like, "Hey, Nolan doesn't have his phone right now. If someone ever text, like if someone text texts him, we use a Facebook Messenger thing." That's what I figured, Mostly. but. Oh, damn. We're gonna Were you wanting to watch The Christmas Carol? Yeah. Honestly. It's, it is. You, you should see at least one of the versions of that. And I would honestly say the Mickey's one's pretty fucking dope. It's, it's only 26 minutes. Oh is damn. it really? Yeah. <laughs> I could have. Oh, yeah. my God. I, that surprised yeah. me, too, to see it. Yeah. When you're, when you're a kid. Fucking twenty six minutes, which I'm sure two, uh, at least two of them got edited out. 
because of that scene. No, I, I doubt that was two minutes long. But uh, yeah, shit. Uh, it's just the story of a uh, Christmas Carol. From uh, is Mickey uh fucking um, what's his name? I was gonna say Tom Riddle. <laughs> Tiny Tim. No, it's one of like his nephews. Yeah. We always see Huey, Dewey, and Louie, but Mickey also has his random nephews that never get any context. They only like show up whenever they're <laughs> needed to have young Mickeys in a story. Yeah. Um I don't know what it's been so long since I watched it. Um Yeah. Well I can w- picture it in my mind. I just can't like put many of the pieces together. Well we I remember w- the death part is fucking crazy. The Ghost of Christmas Future is like really intense, but it's more like morbid and not so much like scary enough for right. like, a child to be like fucked up about it. Um, we will find some time uh, this next week. I'll come over to you guys' house. Um, Is that on Amazon? No, but it's on Disney+. Plus. Damn it. I was going to say we could fucking live stream it. If <laughs> yeah. Um, no, we'll talk about that. And um, and then we'll, we'll talk about that next week um, on, the, on the pod. But... Goose has bed eyes and bed vibes. Yeah. I'm so tired. I know. You had a long day. Yeah. Um, I've worked so much these last two weeks. So we will bid you adieu. Uh, like, subscribe, follow, do all the things. Patreon.com slash Indie Carnival. Um, be Goods playing on the 18th where? Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro. Is it at the shack? The Colby shack? Um, that was definitely one that you guys played at before. Yeah, I, I know, but shit. Might be, the coldest sh- might be the coldest shack. Check there. Just I look at our, our, our fucking page. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think what that's what doing? they said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Follow, follow Be Good El- Elliot on Facebook and, uh, you know, Instagram see what they're doing. And Instagram. And TikTok, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> a couple of videos. Uh, Jacob put so much effort into a TikTok that it got it took it personal when it didn't immediately. <laughs> That's his entire f- fucking thing, his entire goddamn fucking company, the entire fucking project. Not time to get into that right now. <laughs> um, but and finally, Foxes has new single officially coming out on the first. Hell yeah! Until he gets pushed back to the seventh. Yep. But. Foot down, coming out in the first week of January. Um, <laughs> Certainly. I don't know. Like, he was like, I was like, um, it's New Year's too too soon. Like, it's a month, Jacob. Yeah, we got to do all this stuff. Maybe we should do Valentine's. Like, no. We're not fucking waiting till fucking Valentine's to p- I want the goddamn song out because everything is at a halt until yeah. these goddamn songs come out. Um, I'd put them out today, but we have to fucking kid ourselves that we can do anything to give them any kind of aplomb. So, you know, lie to us a little bit, and uh, if you can, when the songs come out, Get them off of Google or Amazon or anywhere else that you may buy them. And if you can't, understandable. I am also a poor. Um, they are. They will be available on Spotify, just like um, 
the first two Foxes albums and Be Good ZP is up on Spotify now for you to listen to. But again, if you can support us, please do, because it means a lot. There's also shirts and stuff you can buy on Tee Public. Okay, that's it. Bye.